You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and our guest today is a member of the Francis Roy team. Um, she's a newer member, but not really, Kayla. Hi, my name's Kayla. I am, I have been working at FRA for about a year now, um, and I'm a student at USF. So Kayla has such an interesting story, and that's why we chose her for um, this episode of um, Enneagrams in the Workplace. Uh, We're doing an entire series on this. Um, We have this really great download. It's our Enneagram booklet. Um, Team culture is really important to us here at Francis Roy, and Kayla is such a great example of that, and um, one of my favorite top uh, type threes. Uh, I have some other favorite type threes. I think type eights and type threes naturally go together, but um, our dear friend and client Heather Rees is also a type three, so um, and she has been a guest on the podcast before. But Kayla, we're just going to get into it. We're going to talk about type threes. We're going to talk about you, how you show up in the workplace. And this is all like really work related, but I think it's, there's no way to get away from it being personal. Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. So let's do some basics here. Um, I will introduce your type a little and then chime in and you just tell me, but type threes, depending on which source you pull this from, because I think it's really important to know. And I think most people know this. We did not make this up. This is something that has been around for a long time. Uh, We're just really, I think, just interested in it as a team. And because our team culture and the way we gel is so important. And I will also say that in terms of like Enneagrams in the workplace, our team is an interesting case study because we have all types. Even though we have a small team, we have every type except type four. That's really great. Which is so cool. And um, we're all a little bit obsessed in our own way. But type three, so depending on where your source is, is known as the achiever, the motivator, the performer, right? And um, I love the title, the achiever, because I feel, and the motivator, you're a very natural motivator, don't you think, Kayla? Yeah, sometimes it hurts me. Sometimes it's a great uh, personality to have. <laughs> yeah. I see you show up in the workplace despite your, which for me being young, um, it might be a challenge, but it's certainly not a weakness, but despite the fact that you are a younger member of our team. So you started with FRA as an intern, you impressed the crap out of us. We, we were calling you Kayla with the good portfolio. Um, if some people know the reference to that, some people may not, but, and then you just did such a great job that at the end of the year, end of your internship we were like yes we want you to stay on and then you um promoted into art assistant at that time we're so it's been a really great ride (laughs) yeah whenever um I would kind of key my personality of motivating is when I started college Mm -hmm. um I started off as a biomedical science degree um my dad really wanted me to pursue pharmacy and I was like oh yeah like high paying let's go Then I started my science classes and my motivation started kicking in and I always want to be like top notch, like expert, know everything, A's, like I've never really gotten below a B and I try not to get a B in classes. 
and every science class I was like barely struggling to get a B and I was like this is not what I want like I wanted A so I was kind of beating myself up about it and I was like I'm not even happy with this and throughout high school I did graphic design with my teacher Miss Frakes and I was just talking to her during breaks and I was like Miss Frakes like I don't like biomedical and I just want to do advertising and marketing but I'm not really sure if that's a successful career, um, high paying and everything. And she's like, well, I have this internship. Um, I just presented to my class. I think you would be a really great fit. And I was like, well, let me do it. So I changed my major within like two weeks. I applied for an internship and here I am. And I love it so much. And I just have a joy for advertising, advertising and graphic design that I, I don't care how much it makes or as long as I'm happy, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's very evolved, I think, too, for a type three, because you can be pulled into the cycle of just achievement at mm -hmm. whatever, no matter what the cost. And sometimes that can be at the cost of your um, happiness and your joy. And so I think that it's so um, wise for you to make that. Sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. Um, we took her out of the science field. But those are great decisions, I think, that you make for yourself. What I love of some of the descriptors here, um, type threes are ambitious and adaptable. I certainly see you show up as an adaptable team member all the time. You're just kind of like, okay, we're doing this now. So boom, let's go. And, you know, um, I've seen you perform in like our group settings and team collaborations where just like basically fearless and just, you know, you're just like, here's my ideas. And, you know, um, I think we should do this. And, um, you know, really love that, that you show up that way. Now, what is your wing, Kayla? I'm a wing four. Okay. So the expert thing, that's really your thing. So you were saying that already. Um, so the wing four is the expert. You also are very creative as wing four, as fours are very creative. So you, you mix your ambition and your focus into something that's very creative and unique as well. So marketing and advertising is perfect for you. Design is perfect for you. You have great intuition there. So here in the booklet, we talk about basic fears and basic desires, um, fearing failure and worthlessness. I mean, I think that this is something that everybody struggles with, but honestly, the three, right? You guys are just like, ugh that failure word. It's the ultimate F word. Yeah, honestly, because being an expert, um, and I noticed this when in my advertising classes, we're in group projects all the time. And I'm like, well, I'm the expert. I just want to do it all because I want to get an A in this class. But then I also struggle with like failure because I don't, I don't want my partners to do it because I'm like so scared that we might fail or we might get a B. So I'm like, oh, I'll do it. It's fine. I'll just put it all on myself. And then I like struggle. So I really like the individual like projects better than a group project. Well, and I think too, um, and I've seen you do this here, is understanding that the difference between striving to be the expert and really putting yourself in that position of learning and being a good student and making sure that you're contributing, but that you're also collaborating as well. Because when you take on like, and you and I have talked about this before, like, oh, I'll just do it because I know I'm going to do it right. And I trust myself and I don't trust you, dude, because I see you like never putting your assignments in on time. So we know how you work. And well, isn't that the struggle for all of us in college? I, certainly did. I hated team projects. 
Oh, I know. And I just like, every time I have a task, like I'll look on my calendar and I'll see all these tasks that I have to do by a certain date. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I have to do it now. Like, let me just stress out and do it right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it's really the process and no one really tells you because in college you're like, okay, we have team projects and team groups. And in high school you do that. I mean, you're doing that your whole life, but really that doesn't go away after school. Like the rest of your life is really that team project and learning how to integrate into a team, how to lead the te a team, how to be a part of the team as well effectively is so important that never stops. And so when you're the, um, that personality that's like, I'm just going to do it for all of us because number one, I know it's going to be right. We're going to get an A, bing, bang, boom. And number two, like it's going to be on time. Like it needs to check all these boxes. Not only do you overwhelm yourself, but you really kind of rob the, the other players on your team of that process and the learning process. And so um, that never goes away. And oh my gosh, don't tell your parents I said this. Didn't listen to our podcast, but like a B every now and then is okay. Heather would be like, she's like, no, bees are for not for me. They're dead to me. <laughs> yeah, this summer I had five, five or four classes and I had three group projects and I'm the leader for all of them. So I'm like freaking out, but I pulled out like 98s and all of them. So we're good. <laughs> there you go. You're like, it's fine. Um, okay, so let's talk about um, motivations and strengths. I mean, there's a whole section in these booklets where we, you know, what stresses you? What are your weaknesses? I kind of hate the word weaknesses, but maybe that's my type eight. Kayla and I have a really well-developed Enneagram relationship. And I think because eights and threes are natural, like besties, but she sends me like funny eight memes on Instagram. And then I send her like, or this sometimes she knows how to balance it too, like constructive <laughs> <laughs> information. But we've talked about this a lot. Are you really, you're motivated by achieving new goals, having new goals. You like the, the fresh feeling of a new goal. And yeah. I've seen you shine in public speaking, speaking and meeting new people and just kind of like taking that on. I mean, those are all your motivations. Don't, do you agree with that? That's yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of weird because growing up I was very shy. And then once I get to know someone, I'm like very, I can't stop talking. <laughs> yeah. I love um, Kayla. When Kayla has something going on, what, what, and she's, t you know, telling the whole team, like we get the whole story girl, like back <laughs> to the point of origination. Um, and so <laughs> I like that. I think it's, it's funny. So your strengths, you're definitely, you have that drive to accomplish things, to succeed. Uh, you love encouraging other people. You have a natural charisma. Uh, these are all type three kind of like, this is how type three show up. But let's talk about the stressors, you know, um, uh, feeling as though you need to constantly entertain people or constantly be on that is exhausting or repetitive failure. There's that F word again. <laughs> you kind of have to um, give the initial like, oh, you're doing this great, but then, okay, now you need to fix this, but you're doing great on this, kind of that sandwich. Yeah, we like. call that a shit sandwich in my family. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. It is. The bread is the positive, and whatever's in the middle is the shit. So it's yeah. like, oh, you're doing really great at this. Let's, let's work on this. But don't forget you're really awesome. Like, you know, that kind of. <laughs> it helps because like whenever you like just see a straight email of just, okay, you're doing this wrong. Can you please change this? It's like, oh, no, I'm doing everything wrong. Like, oh, my goodness. But actually you're not. They just 
think, and it kind of goes in with threes. They always want validation. So that kind of goes into the failure, like, oh, I need to know that I'm doing this right. And then tell me what I need to fix before you just like give me straight up like, oh, you need to fix all of this. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. You know what else? Um, and I want to talk a little bit about your like generation and um, digital like perception. Um, Cause I feel like, you know, I'm Gen X and so no one gets a shit about me, but you're Gen Z. So you guys are like living the dream on Instagram, TikTok, reels, whatever it is. And a weakness for a type three is focusing too heavily on personal image. Do you feel a lot of struggle to keep up with the drain of social validation and social perception? Yeah, I feel like I never grew up without thinking that. So it's kind of hard to never not think about that. So you're always thinking it, about it on your mind and it's just, it never goes away. Yeah. So that's so interesting because I, I feel like your generation has a really unique challenge in that everything you do is so visible. Not only is it visible because, but it's like the pressure to make it visible. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be showing what you eat, who you're with, who your friends are, like, you know, keeping up with like birthday posts and, you know, which you do all of that very well. You're like very active on social, but is that exhausting? Yeah, it is. And even just career wise, like going to college, you need all of this like show off um, experience and doing certain things to get ahead in your career or to get in college because colleges don't even care about the GPA or the hardcore facts. They want to see experience and to see you put yourself out there and be better than anyone else because they're going to want someone with experience than just doing the normal, like when you went to school, you got an education, you need to do more. And it's stressful because you're focusing on your social image and you're comparing yourself to others in your career field. And you just, it's constantly not enough. You have to keep striving to do better and to get ahead in life. What do you feel like if your generation could have a shakeup right now in terms of, you know, social media, you know, what do you feel like you need a break from? What do you, what do you feel like other people your age or in your generation, like what could you guys do to help each other relieve some of this pressure? Is there anything? Is it like, I feel like everyone's quick to judge and, I feel like people are so self-conscious about themselves that they see other people striving and doing really well. And then they like almost like bully them because they're like, oh, I'm not doing that, but you're doing really cool. But now I'm jealous. So kind of just staying in your own lane and just being happy for other people. I feel like a lot of people struggle to be happy for other people and just congratulate them on their own success. Yeah. And not in this like passive aggressive made for made for Instagram way of congratulating. I think it's that true authenticity and like genuine care for others that I really want you to do well because collectively that means that we all do well. I saw something the other day. It was like the, the what is the best what like what's the one thing that you can do today to have a great day? And it's like, mind your business. Like <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. I've definitely <laughs> felt that recently. <laughs> it's like, just mind your own damn business. Stay in your lane. Like you said it way more eloquently than I said it, but it's just, you know, worry about yourself and don't worry about the highlight reels of everyone else. Um, okay. So we're going to transition for this because I feel like this team integration, I feel like all teams need a three. 
threes are so important because you're going to push the team to achievement, to goal. Um, all the threes that I know are like the people that are like, nope, we have a goal here. We're going to stay on task and we're going to knock it out of the park. Um, for more, I, I know that our listeners can, you know, download our Enneagram booklet from the website, but for more information on just like how to resolve conflict with the three, which you and I really haven't had to do yet, but you love that sit down. Let's talk about what's bothering you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that for sure. And I think well. eights and threes work really well together because they like to lead and kind of be like not forceful in like a mean way, but like, let's get stuff done type thing. Like I'll navigate this. Cause I feel like some types are kind of, they're, they struggle with deciding on things, like even if it's whether we go to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A kind of thing. And I feel like threes and eights are very like, okay, we're going here. Yeah. And it solves a lot of problems. I agree. And I, you know, as someone who leads a three, um, and I've been led by threes before, we have to really be um, very, very aware of what drains a three, what drains you versus what energizes you and being ignored or criticized frequently can really drain a three or neglecting to give credit. Because the reality is, I think what you talked about that validation piece is some people just need that. I mean, you are nose to the grindstone all the time and recognizing that is a big part of keeping your fuel going. And that doesn't take a lot for me. You know, um, self-validation is very important as well, but, um, you know, obviously we want to make sure that we are providing not just new opportunities and responsibilities, but validation as well. How, okay. So my, one of my favorite things about Enneagrams in the workplace, and then we're going to get with our last question after this is how everyone likes or dislikes email. Yeah. And it's so funny because threes are like, let's just keep it short, focus on the purpose and get the hell out of there. Do you feel like that's very, that's very valid? I think it, it speeds up the process of getting stuff done. Cause if you just beat around the bush and explain things that don't need to necessarily be explained, you're kind of like, well, now I'm confused of what I need to do. But if I'm just like, okay, you need to do this, this, and this, I'm like, okay, sounds good. Yeah. And then too, like usually when I get an email from you, Kayla, it's very like, here's that thing you asked for, boom. Like, you know what I mean? And then like out, which I like because I respond to that very well. And I don't like to, you know, have long communication over email as well. But as you know, people are working with threes or they're leading threes or you're a three in leadership, knowing these things, you know, what, how to be communicated with, if you're sitting down and you're having a meeting, who you work well with, um, what your obstacles are. I think all of these are super important for the team cohesiveness. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause I, I mean, before even working at FRA, I had no idea what Enneagrams were. And now that I know mine and I know the whole teams, I'm able to look at mine and kind of analyze what I need to do and then vice versa looking at you or looking at Hill or Janae and seeing how they like to be communicated with and it helps me learn and it honestly helps the workplace like flow better and work together way better. Yeah that's very well said. Okay so we're ending all of our podcasts with asking our guests what are your RWLs? So uh, at FRA, RWLs are what are you reading, what are you watching, and what are you listening to right now? And you don't have to have one for each, but um, what what kind of advice, like what can, when, if you're a type three and you're listening, like what should you be doing for your RWLs right now, Kayla? 
Well, I just finished reading a lot of uh, textbooks for summer classes. I just finished those. <laughs> very, very, um, very specific to your type. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a lot of time to read books, but when I do, it's the ones that I have to read. <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of game shows with my mom before I go off to college. Um, okay. I really like that channel. And I've been listening to Gals on the Go, so it's very um, speed um, girls striving to do a lot of things on the go. And I really like that one. Is that a podcast? Yeah, it's a podcast. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll definitely link to that in, um, when we share this on social media, which, um, Kayla designs all of our cute little social graphics too for the podcast. So you'll see some of her work in all of our promotion, but Kayla, thanks for being so honest and vulnerable with us today. It's always awesome when you and I can talk. So. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Okay, so if you're listening, like, comment, and share. You can also email Kayla, Kayla at FrancisRoy.com, if you have a question or you want to start a Type 3 support group. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> And we'll talk to you next week, and we'll be diving into uh, Type 4, Enneagram Type 4 in the workplace. So talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.